Where are you in this big wide world today, my friend? I'm in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. Wow, man. That's light years away from me. <laughs> yeah, it's I mean, where where are you at? I'm on the Gold Coast, Australia. You're in dude, I'd much rather be where you are. It's much pretty rather. Rainy. Pretty rainy. But hey man. I, I I don't it's rainy here too, dude. Maybe I gave it to you. Who knows? But <laughs> maybe. <laughs> how's how's uh how's the tour going uh so far, man? Because you're out there with Devil Wears Prada and um and uh, who else? Who else is on this tour? Uh, Bleed from within is opening. That's it. That's it. How's it's that? It's been going? awesome. Yeah, it's sick, dude. We uh, we're on the second leg of our twenty year anniversary tour, and um, it's been killer. It's been the, honestly the best headline tour we've ever done. So we are we're pumped every night. The crowds have been great. The re- the reception's great. The dudes we're on the road with are amazing. We're getting along really well with the other bands, especially Bleed From Within. I mean, they're a new band that we've never met before, and we really clicked well with them. Mm. Devil Wars Prada are, are good old friends from many years ago, and it's always good to be on the road with those guys. Bleed From Within from within are sick, too. They're really good. They're band. very sick. Yeah, yeah, Absolutely. Yeah. They're really, really cool. Really cool. But, uh, of course, 20 years as a band, that's pretty nuts, dude. <laughs> you know? such a kick-ass achievement really it is it's a long time it's one of those things you don't expect to do when you're like a kid playing in in the garage you know what i mean that's it man that's it and you know apart from you know the tour are you celebrating in in some other way have you gotten each other some you know little gifts or, or a gift card or a, <laughs> or a carton of beer well how, 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 so- how are you celebrating it <laughs> It's funny that you would say that because I didn't even give that a thought, to be honest. No, we haven't given ourselves any gifts or anything. I mean, I guess we give ourselves beer and liquor every night on the the rider, Mm. but uh, there's been no special band member to band member gifts given at this point. But something to consider. Maybe I'll think about that. Maybe just a a pint with like a little ribbon on it. There you go. Something nice and simple. Yeah. Just to mix it up. And a- we did just play our 20 year anniversary show the other night in Detroit. It was it was to the day, um, the 20 year anniversary of our first show ever. So that was pretty special. I mean, we I, I saved the set list from that from you know my my memory box. That was that was the kind of the extent of of the the special things that have been done with regards to turning 20. Not much on that front. <laughs> That's pretty cool, but man, it's pretty cool. I mean, I saw the flyer from what is your first show ever that you posted. Yes. Uh, yeah. Man, like seven dollars. <laughs> I know. I know. Right. Everyone remembers their first show, but how was right. that for you, man? Do you remember how that was? Do you keep in touch with the other bands on the bill if they're still around? Um, there, the headlining band was a band called This Day Forward, who were from Philadelphia, and we were big fans of them at the time. They have a they had a guitar player named Vadim Tabor, who went on to do another band called Marigold, and some of those guys broke up, like split apart, and mm-hmm. formed that band Circus Survive as well. Some members of This Day oh, Forward sure. started Circus Survive, so they wanted to do some cool stuff. Um, Vadim is a dude who I still. Uh, connect with every once in a while. Um, he worked for a label called Smart Punk for for many years. Um, but 
well, just a little anecdote from that first show, actually, during this day forward set, um, uh, a dude that we knew who was at the show crashed his car leaving the show oh. and hit a telephone pole and knocked the power out to the show. So, like, we lost power during this day forward set and they weren't able to finish playing. They only played, like, probably for 15 minutes, which is just a little, I mean, it was a little fire hall type thing, you know, it wasn't, a, yeah. it wasn't in a proper club. It was just a local hall show, but uh, that show ended early. <laughs> that's that's a similar story to my first show. Back in 1999, we played uh, a party on the back of a truck and there was like heaps and heaps of people there. And then we got gate crashed by uh, hip hop and homeboys. About yeah. 50 of them. And it ended up in oh like a massive brawl. Uh, they stole half our gear. Uh, I copped a, copped a smack to the kisser. It was, yeah. Wow. At the time. That sounds awful. But now we're looking back, you know, it's one of those things I'll never forget. <laughs> you know, of like. Of course, that's a matter. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> and that's like, is this what this scene is going to be like? Is Like, what am I getting myself into here? Didn't get much better for a couple of years, but then it did. Um you know, you gotta slog it out. You gotta slog it out. But um of you know, course. What, what was the in saying that, what was the big sort of milestone for you? Did you did you see the sort of turning point? That's a good question. I don't think August Burns Red ever had like a blow-up moment as a band. We mm. had a slow and steady rise, but without like any of like I don't think we ever had a song that like exploded us or or anything like that. Um, we certainly had like a bit of a glow up when Messengers came out. That album put us on the map and yeah. helped us to start getting better tours and uh, you know touring outside of America. We started touring in Europe on that album, and then it was just kind of slow and steady growth through consistent releases and you know it was like clockwork every two years we would put an album out and the fan feedback was generally always very positive and mm. i think based on just the consistency and solid track record of the band we just were able to slowly gather more and more fans till we're at the point now where we're drawing you know better than we ever have uh at, at 20 years in and i think that's just a result of being really dedicated to what we do like to what august burns red sound is you know we don't we we haven't tried to reinvent ourselves we've deviated a little bit here and there and tried different things but we've been really true to our sound and i think that people who really like the style of metalcore that we play um are grateful that we haven't tried to reinvent our sound you know over the course of 20 years and I think that's pretty evident on this new album too. Man, this album just crushes. Death Below, I I love it, dude. I'm <laughs> glad you think so. I I love it too. I'm really excited about it. Man, you know it, how how's the new ones been going live? Like Ancestry and um, Backburner, you've been playing as well. You know, with yes. all the 20 anniversary stuff. Um, it's funny. The the new songs we were doing on the first leg of the tour, um, they were just released as singles. You know, the whole album hadn't come out yet. So people were familiar with them if they had been checking out the singles. 
However, on the second leg, I can I feel a noticeable difference in the crowd response. Now that the whole album's out and people are jamming the new record more. There's definitely more of a crowd response, more singing along, the pit's crazier, all of the above, you know, for for the new songs. So that's one of those reasons where I don't ever want to play material that's unreleased live. Like I just don't see yeah. the point in doing it because we have enough songs now to there's just no reason to play stuff that people have never heard from us before. Like, hey, we jammed this new song out. We're going to play it for you. But as a result, we're not going to play this old song that you would have much rather heard, you know? (laughs) I I never like when bands play songs I've never heard live. Like, I want to hear the songs I know so I can enjoy them. Yeah. But that might just be me, though. That might I might have an unpopular opinion with that take. No, I get that. Because when bands go, here's a new one, and you're like, everyone just sort of look, stands there, and they're trying like, to, oh, God. and then it always right. ends up on the internet. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I I just saw that band, The National, play um, this past summer, and I, I love them. They have yeah. so many albums, too, you know, and, and they played like three unreleased new songs. They're like, we're going to try out some new stuff, and it's like, Ugh, come on, <laughs> <laughs> please don't. <laughs> funny thing is like later down the street you're like they're my favorite songs <laughs> but at the right, time yeah you're like right uh, 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 uh. <laughs> but man one thing i do want to say is the riffage on this thing is next level like uh dark divide with those you know the harmonic yeah yeah i'll never do that again um but uh man <laughs> it just man it, it just makes me want to fucking rage i hear him and i just it gets me going. I'm so glad that I'm, I'm glad you feel that way. I was just thinking about that song because I was working on something for our guitar tab book that's coming out next month. And oh, cool. I was going over Dark Divide and thinking about how originally that song had a completely different opening. Like the the song started with a riff that completely got pulled. Like we were in the studio and I'm like, I just don't think this part is cool. Like it's just not hitting. And we on the spot rewrote the section that sounds you know what's on the album sounds nothing like what was originally there and it's just so much better like that harmonic riff that starts off the song hits way harder and i'm really glad we you know we made that change in the studio oh man it's it's such a banger like the the whole thing is really good and it flows really really well and you've also got some uh kick-ass guests you always get really good guests you know you've got like i'm glad you think so yeah, man, Spencer Chamberlain, man, uh, who has JT Kaby, man, just legends. Yeah. Do you write for those dudes and go, we wrote this section for you? Or you just go, hey, man, we got a song. You want to jump on? You want to do some stuff? You want to hang, have a beer? How's it work? It's definitely more so the latter. Um, and we weren't, you know, anticipating having four different guests on this album. Historically, mm-hmm. it had been difficult for us to get people get schedules to align you know to, yeah. to do guest spots and the stars just aligned on this one and we had four people right off the bat be like yeah we'll do it um which was awesome and spencer and jesse they they wrote their own parts you know we we showed them the sections and like here's where we'd like you to do stuff and they took some time and came up with ideas and you know, did their own thing, wrote their own lyrics, the whole the whole nine yards. You know, they they made those parts their own. Um, JT's part was a little different. Um, our bass player Dustin Davidson had a heavy hand in the vocal production on that song. 
and he had ideas that he had kind of demoed out. And then we had uh, JT come in and basically do like the final version, the, the final takes of the, the ideas that Dustin had for him. And then finally, um, Jason Richardson, who did the guest guitar solo on the song Tightrope, um, he was on the road with All That Remains and he was just backstage and just cranked out his killer guitar solo. I mean, he's a virtuoso player, so he can do whatever he wants. But <laughs> he, he just jammed that out and sent it to us the next day and we're like, perfect, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing, man. That's awesome. Yeah, we really you know, like that. And, you know, some of my favorite moments on the album aren't even, like, brutal. You know what I mean? Like, you've got, like, yeah. the ambient sort of stuff. Like, uh, it's like the uh, Sevink. That you say it, Sibby? Yes, yes. That's it's just the word knives backwards, actually, is uh, where yeah. the title came from for that. Um, yeah, I love that part too. And that was, you know, that part was originally tied to the song Dark Divide. It was the intro, mm. but um, there's a lot of long songs on Death Below, and that would have made Dark Divide, you know, a six and a half, seven minute song. So we we cut off the intro and had it, you know, hit with that chugging harmonic riff. Um, and then made, you know, the intro sort of a interlude track to lead into it. It's, it's a pretty dark record overall as well. You know, obviously coming out of, of the time period, but is there, Yeah, it seems like now that everyone, I don't want to downplay what everyone's been through, but it seems like, you know, people are starting to move forward and, and there's, there's the light at the end of the tunnel here. Do you think that's going to affect the way you guys write and the tone of a future August Burns, right? Um, yeah, I think we write to what we're feeling at the time and what makes sense to us at the time. Certainly, that is the reason the pandemic was the reason that Death Below came out as dark as it did. It was yes. written during dark time, things felt things were dark for all of us. Um, and I actually think it's kind of cool that ABR has this darker toned album because we historically been a i mean we have heavy parts and brutal stuff but there's always been this underlying message of hope there's always been a lot of melody um and i think it's nice after you know nine or ten full lengths to have an album that's a little yeah. different vibe wise but i i can't really speak on what the next album will sound like um i will say that i you know where my head's at right now is i want to keep doing you know i, I want to keep doing a lot of like blast beat sections and stuff i, oh, I really love that yeah, man. yeah i'm really into that that right now and i think we went a little further down that path with, with death below than we had previously and i'd like to i mean that's such a specific thing to, to cite but you know just thinking out loud like on some basic ideas i've written that aren't tied to any songs right now i i do think that we'll continue with some of the more blasty kind of stuff but who knows? Dustin writes a lot of stuff now too. It's not just me you know, mm. throwing songs into the, into the hat these days. So uh, time will tell. Man, I'm all about the blast beats and the stanky riffs and the <laughs> and and the ambient stuff too. I, I mean, I'm I'm excited about what you see what you guys do next. But uh, one last question, the million dollar question. Oh, uh, you know what? You know what I'm gonna say. Uh, Australian tour. You know. Yeah. Come on, bro. We're waiting. Yes. We got one book, baby. There's one coming. I just can't say one yet, but there's oh, one coming. Oh, it's your mate Nev. It's your mate Nev. You can tell me anything. 
I, I can't. It's not. It's, it's not. I, I, I can't. I wish I could. I, I wish I give you the scoop, dude. Oh, I know. But August Burns Red's coming to Australia though, and it's gonna be it's it's a pretty it's a pretty killer tour. I think people will be pumped on it when when they see what it is. Oh man, so keep your eyes open. Shouldn't be too much longer before we announce. Man, I can't wait to hear all these riffage live. I'll be there, man. Nice dude. I'll be there raging. But uh, in the what, meantime, will that be Sydney for you? No, Gold Coast. I'll be in Bris- either Bri- if you do Brisbane, Bris- Brisbane, or if you do yeah. Gold Coast. Like we, we can play a show at my my house if you want. Um, oh, we'll do a little, a little, a maybe a little pre-party. Yeah, let's do that. My wife All won't right. mind, but um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, hey brother, it's been really cool hanging out with you on the show. We're gonna have all the links down here, the death below. Enjoy the rest of your tour, man, and say hello to the rest of the boys. We'll keep the beers. Absolutely, cold. I will. Thank you, bro. Thanks so much for having us on. I appreciate it. Take care, bro. See ya. All right, you too, buddy. Bye.